Uh, I believe you ain't, you ain't ready to live until you're ready to die. Praise God. I'm glad to be here. In case you wonder about my age. I'm 36 year old. If you turn it around backwards. And I tell you what, I'm blessed. I was just thinking this week about working and doing and how God's blessed me to do that. You ought to thank God every day. Every day for, for your health and your strength to be able to get up and do the things you're doing. So many People don't have that opportunity to do that. Amen. Uh, this morning, I direct your attention to Luke uh, chapter 23. And I, I want us to look first of all at uh, verse 43, Luke 23 and verse 43. Whole lot has done happened right before this time. What kind of God we serving I entitled this message today, There is a Paradise. A Paradise. Uh, I, I remember a place I, I'm trying to think. I get to thinking outside the preaching about movies. I believe it was uh, Fantasy Island, Brother Leon. And little old fellow would holler, De Plain. De Plain. <laughs> yeah, it was an island people would go to. They would enjoy luxury, maybe. You know, eat grapes and somebody fan them. That was kind of the deal, to go to Fantasy Island. Well, I'm going to tell you something, Bill. That new word that we learned that day, it's going to come to fruition. From the people that know the Lord, it's going to come to pass one day. You're going to realize that if you had known how good it was going to be, if you had known to be absent from this body and to be present with the Lord, you're going to know that the funerals would have been different than they'd ever been before. You're going to realize where the Bible said when a baby is born, you start weeping. Because through this life, there's aches and pains and troubles and tests and all kind of things that's coming. But I want to tell you this morning, church, there's a paradise that's coming for those that know the Lord. Amen. Now, if anybody ever say, I think Brother Eddie has got a motive for what he does. You tell him, you might have right, I got it. Because I done read in this Bible about some streets of gold, about some walls of jasper, and more than all of that, I've got a Savior one day that I'm gonna look at face to face. Brother Bobby Stokely, I got some loved ones that's gone on that I'm going to see and I'm going to walk with and I'm going to look at just like you're looking at them and time won't matter no more. Hallelujah. Paradise. Two thieves. Jesus had already been crucified. He had already went through all the agony that you could dream of. Tortured, whipped on the back, beaten, nailed to a cross. Now, he is saying this to a thief, two on either side. He is saying these words to him. I wrote down some things. What had just happened? You know, a lot of times, like, I, I don't want to deal with that right now. I don't want to deal with that right now. You, you've caught me at a bad time. I'm going through something right now. I just ain't ready to deal with it right now. I mean, that's just an easy way out. After the Lord has done gave us a spirit 
And the Philippians said, we can do all things through Christ Jesus who strengthened us. Now, I'm going to tell you something. If somebody was in a car and they needed to get out of there and people got around me and said, Brother Eddie, we got to help them. Yesterday, I was with a couple of friends and they thought maybe somebody was in, in distress and it was because of their hearts that I think they don't have what they need. And so I ran there. But even more so, even more so if you knew somebody's life was at stake and somebody was around and said, we got to help them, you would do all that you could. Let me tell you something. The most important thing that you'll ever do in your life, if God has saved your soul. Now, I ain't talking about if you're a member of a church somewhere. I ain't talking about if you done been baptized. Let me tell you something. You can go swimming in any hole and you can go to every church and get wet. But until the Bible said, be ye filled with the Holy Ghost of God. Until you wake up one Sunday morning and somebody says, oh, are we going? And you look at them like you done lost your mind. Do you really know how much is at stake right here? You would realize heaven is waiting. Heaven could be in the morning for a lot of us. Could be in the morning for me. You travel down the road, don't care how young you are. There's just a yellow line, four inch yellow line between you and death. So Jesus had just went through a lot of agony, Brother Johnny. He had just been tacked, nailed. Somebody told me, Brother Ray Wade, talking about his son back in the day, shot himself with a nail gun. Brother Johnny shot himself in his foot. This man had shot himself through his hand. He had just been stapled to a cross, not of anything to do with him, all to do with you. All to do with you, how Brother Jimmy, he looked down through time, such a nail, all the way down to 2021. He looked down through time. He knew that in and of ourselves, that there's nobody on the face of this earth could ever in and of their self do good enough to go to heaven. It don't matter how old you are. Don't matter how young you are. I was telling somebody the other day, Sister Debbie, you, you can take an old man. He can be old, old, leaning on a walking stick in a mall. And if the right woman comes by there looking good enough, he'll still look and can't do anything. It's just in a man. It's just in a woman. The thing that we got, the Bible said that the heart is desperately wicked. But God looked down through time. And he said, if I could just send a sacrifice. He had 10 commandments is all we had to do. Just 10 commandments. Wow. 10 things, all you got to do. Nobody could keep those 10, nobody. But because John 3, 16 still rings loud. Yeah. And for that reason, this word for, Sister Laura, it says for that reason, for God, because he seen man couldn't so loved the world that he sent his only begotten son. This is that man's going to answer this question for this thief that whosoever would believe in him would not perish but have everlasting life. You'll find a lot of people out there, they'll say they saved. Meaning they didn't want to go to hell, so they said, well, not to go to hell, all I'm about to do is walk down an aisle. All I'm out to do is let that preacher man bless you. Let me tell you something, a preacher man can't bless you. 
That blessing's got to come from the Lord. Preacher man can't save you. The evangelist can't save you. But I'm going to tell you something. If by faith, Brother Al, you trust in the Lord knowing that there was no possible way. He made a way when there was no way. He done went through all that persecution. He done went through all of that. Nailed to a cross. Done been whipped all the way up. Cow. Just got stapled to a cross. That's a pretty rough day, ain't it? Have you ever said just to kind of get out of responsibility, I'm having a rough day? Huh? I, I could help you, but today I'm having a rough day. Well, I'm going to tell you something. There's thing called something called the Holy Ghost. Huh? The Bible said when the flesh is weak, the spirit is strong. Huh? It'll make you get up and go. When I think of the goodness of Jesus and when I think of what he's done for me, I ain't telling you. Paul said, I write these things that you may know that you have eternal life. Someone say to me, I don't know whether I'm saved or not. Brother Jason Cox, I love saying this. You need to be so sure you're saved. You can swing over hell with a rotten corn stalk shooting the devil in a mouth with a water pistol singing amazing grace. I'm telling you, no way that you could have ever got saved, no way that you could have ever realized, Sister Deborah, that you was on your way to a devil's hell. You were sorry about it and you called off to God and God put his Holy Spirit. Yeah. Brother Al, there ain't no way. Sometimes I got doubt, you may say. You won't have no doubt. You won't have no fear. The Bible said when we get saved, the Bible said we don't live on the spirit of fear, but a power, power, and love, and a sound mind. Right before I read this verse, just think about that young lady at Columbine High School. When they come in that school, said, is there anybody in here? that trust in God, that say you would trust in God. How she faced the barrel of a machine gun said, if you ask him the question, I'm one of them. Knowing, Sister Debbie, knowing that when that bullet come out of gun, Jimmy, when it was coming, the Lord said, as I said that scripture, I'm not going to leave you nor forsake you. I'm not like a hireling. I'm not like somebody going to run off in your time of need. Sonia, I believe when the bullet was coming out of the gun, I believe that girl was carried to the portals of glory, and I believe she said, praise God, praise God, I made it. My feet have touched the streets of gold. Oh, I believe Jesus was having a rough day. In times that we're living through all the COVID thing, you know, it's real easy to use things for crutches. I'm not telling you ain't real. I'm, I'm just telling you it's easy, ain't it? After you done had a surgery and God done got you feeling good. It's easy to buy you one more Sunday, ain't it? Huh? It's easy to just say, I don't know. But when you think about what all God done went through, the Bible said that your sin, let me remind you about this. They said that your sin, it stunk. When I think about that, I, Jordan, I think about that movie, Mr. Mom. How he done been home and now he had to change the diapers. Y'all done seen it. And, and how he had a clothespin on his nose and, and he had the diaper on the end of a stick. You know, he was trying to stay away from it. Huh. 
I remember I, when we had the old church up there, if I can say this real quick and I'm about done, but I remember they gave me a bag of diapers or something. They said, can you carry this? You're going by a dumpster chair. And I said, oh, yeah. I throwed it in the back of the truck, still building houses, hot in the summertime like it was. Man, I got in the truck and the bag didn't bust it, a coon didn't got in the back of the truck or something. Man, I slipped on something. I don't know why we do this, Larry Fitz. I don't know why we do it, but I done slipped on something and fell down in the back of the truck and something was on my britches. I thought, what is that? And you know, you got to smell it. I said, oh, goodness. Oh, goodness. The Bible said that our sin stunk in the nostrils of God. But can you remember the night when the Holy Ghost of God got a hold of you and he walked off in there with you? Sister Pat, I love that old song. Said, he leadeth me, he leadeth me. Sister Jennifer, by his strong hand, Sister Trudy, he leadeth me. He walked off in my sin, in my muck, in what I couldn't do. Said, Eddie Martin, I love you and I'll save you just like you are. Just in case you ain't here and you think you all sanctified and dignified, let me tell you something, you were just as bad as I was. You still just as bad. Without the grace of God, the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life through Christ Jesus. I don't know about you, but that's something to give God a hand clap for. We didn't get saved because we deserved it. Got saved because he loved you. You accepted it. Two men hanging on a cross. Jesus is having a rough day. Next time you say, I'm having a rough day, won't you just examine it? Won't you look at the children? You ain't done sat down there in St. Jude all night. They ain't got no tubes. If I can preach a little bit, they ain't got no tubes in them nowhere. You got you a, new, you got you a nice car to drive wherever you want to drive. Got you some gas in the car. You didn't lay up on a ceiling fan last night or a box fan. Didn't have the windows open. Had the air conditioner turned up high. Had some good old clean sheets on your bed. Let me tell you something. When I think of the goodness of Jesus and when I think of what he's done for me. Every good and perfect gift come from above. Everything you got come from heaven. Don't you never be so crazy in life that you think that the devil, let me tell you something, there ain't but two spirits in the world, there ain't but two powers in the world. You either for God or you ain't against God. And the Bible said you can't be in the middle. Boy, have you ever seen folks like standing in the middle? Right in the middle. They ain't no good for nothing. Well, I ain't gonna do nothing today, but I thought at least I'd show up. You worse than me coming. Then if you'd have stayed home, I'm having to work, I'm having to walk around you. You think about it the next time you think you're having a rough day. A rough day. Look what he does. Look what he's got to offer having that staple to a cross, Brother Doug. Roughest day that possibly could be to any human being. You said, now you're talking about Jesus. Oh, yeah. I'm going to tell you something. We got God the Father, and we got God the Son, and we got God the Holy Ghost. But let me tell you something. The Bible says that he put on flesh 
and he dwelt among men. He became human. He wanted to feel every bit of the agony that you'd feel in life. He wanted to feel downtrodden. He wanted to feel like nobody loves me. His own disciples done turned against him. Judas had done sold him out. Peter done said, I don't even know him. The last two that he had, he thought he could count on, had done left him. He hung on a cross and he hollered, Kurt, from the very, from the very bellows of his soul. He hung there. My sin was there. My salvation, Brother Larry Fitz, was at stake right there. It was at stake. If he hadn't hung on that cross, there'd have been no possible way that me nor you could ever have any happiness and any joy. And on top of that, when life was over, we would have burnt in a devil's hell. It all hung right here on the cross. He had, been, he had been shut out with everybody. The closest one to him had shut him out. Not only that, blood had done run down him. He had thorns on his head. They done stuck a spear in his side. Nailed hands and feet to a cross. Two men with two decisions. Let me tell you something. You're in here lost today. Every day of your life, you get up, you breathe, and you got another decision you can make. You make a decision whether you're going to serve God or whether you ain't going to serve God. Let me tell you something. The Bible said no man can serve two masters. You're going to either hate the devil and you're going to love God or you're going to love the God and you're going to hate the devil. One or the other. You can't, you can't do both. So he's hanging on the cross. And Jesus said unto him in verse 43, Verily, done deal. Did some studying on that. Stamp it. Notarize it. Signed by the president. Signed by whatever you need to sign about. I mean, it's a document that's done. That's what that verily word meant. It cannot be changed. Whew, that makes me happy. And don't that make you happy, Brother Jason Cox? That what we have in Christ if God be for you, who can be against you? But what we have in Christ, when he says it's done, it's done and it's fixed. And he knew that you was going to fail him. He knew that you was going to make mistakes after he saved you. And he went on to save you anyway. Amen. And right before I preach, and it won't take but five minutes, but let me tell you something right before I preach. I'm around some real ignorant people sometimes. And they say, I, I don't know if I believe that, uh, you know, once you get saved, that it's done. I said, then why would you call it saved then? Why would he? I, I've been around people of completely different religions than what you can imagine around here, one that we wouldn't know about that would make that statement like, why, why would you, why would you, why would you sneer at the word saved? rescued, made complete. The Bible said in him, we're complete. It's done. And you know what? After we get saved, in that moment that we get saved, that's why you need to read God's word. In that moment you get saved, there's not a feeling like that. There's not a feeling like that. But the, but the Bible said that Satan comes immediately. Look at when the word goes forth, it said he comes like a buzzard to try to 
make it where it ain't as powerful. <laughs> That's what he tries to do. He tries to delude it. He, he tries to tell you because of your bad, but you need to understand when you gave your life to Jesus, you was bad. He saved you bad. And you're in by his grace. And he said, I marvel that you leave that altar and you come over here and you thought because you ain't doing something good, you ain't saved no He said, you wasn't doing good when I redeemed you. I got a verse I'm gonna read in a few minutes. About the Bible said how you sealed. Now that ain't like that blacktop sealer that you have to keep on doing. Huh, that stuff don't last long, does it? It's a lot of hard work in it. It ain't like that makeup that you put on. That stuff, it kind of, by the end of the day, you know, you might need a little touch-up. You know what I'm saying? My, might need to brush that just a little bit. Ben's having a good time. Watch it, Ben. You're going to get yourself in trouble back there. Watch this right here. And Jesus said unto him, a thief on the cross, two of them, Jesus in the middle, me and you hanging on either side. We thieves. We thieves. The Bible said, if you try to get in another way, you're going to get in because you're going to go to church. You go, no, you got to be born again. Jesus said to the two thieves that was hanging on the inside, and Jesus said, said, verily, stamp it, verily, my word is good. You tell anybody, I said it. Give them my phone number. It's done. Have you ever in your life got by with something that you was guilty of? Sure you have. Sure you have. Guilty. Have you ever done something and up to now nobody knows? And it's your secret. Oh, I'm going to tell you about that secret, Renee. I think about that old song. said, there is no secret what God can do. What he's done for others, he'll do for you. His arms wide open, he'll pardon you. There is no secret what God can do. Even if you're in a house and you say, and you think of every reason. You're trying to pollute everybody around you. The Bible said, don't be yoked up with unbeliever. You can't travel with that. You got to be leaving, leading them this way. I'm not saying you, you, you'd be around them, but you can't follow them. They got to follow you. You got to have a line, brother Chad, that you got drawn. Like, no, I'm not going there. Jesus said to him by through, look at this. And Jesus said, verily, I said to thee, today, Shalt thou be with me in paradise. Woo, a man that's hanging, guilty. The one on the other side, he all he's thinking about is self. He's not thinking about long term. He's thinking about what he needs right now at the invitation day. You know what you're going to be thinking about if you're lost? If the devil has anything to do it, you're going to be thinking about what's right now. What my friend's going to think right now. What I'm going to have to change, what I'm doing right now. I'm going to tell you something that's going to change everything. I'm going to tell you. Yeah. I'm not going to say your whole life's going to change. Your whole way of thinking is going to change. Your whole way of forgiving folks, Brother Randy, is going to change. Your whole way of helping folks is going to change. Everything in your life is going to change. And what you ain't willing to change, he's going to worry you to death until you do. Yeah. Bible said that work he began in you. He'll complete it. You might need to tell somebody he's still working on me. Go on, tell somebody next. He's still working on me. I know it's hard on you. I know you think you done arrived. I know you think I'm just like Jesus. No, you're not. 
Now, I don't care how long you've been saved. I don't care you Baptist, Pentecostal, all in between. It don't, he's still got a work to do in you. He's still molding you. He's still making you. You had to rise. Every day of our life, we'll get up and say, Lord, thank you for your grace. Thank you for your mercy. God, you should have thrown me away last night. Now, please, can I preach this? Please, y'all. Two thieves. One is saying, if you're God, why don't you get us down? This person had just said, uh, said one of the malefactors right here on verse 39 were hang railed on him saying, if thou be the Christ, that's the other man. Save thyself and us. Save us. That's all we can think about is us. All we can think about is our desires. All we can think about is a life. Brother Randy, the Bible said that it ain't nothing but a vapor. You're going to be dead before you know it. Go home and look at yourself. You ain't doing as good as you're thinking. You're going to wake up one day. I mean, I, you know, I, I'm just, you're going to wake up one day, it's going to be over. Man, I used to think somebody 63, Brother Leon, they got one foot in the grave and other on a banana peel. I mean, come on. You're a, if they was 40, I can remember somebody 40, like my word, they old. Amazing how we sit around, we talk to folks that, yeah, you remember them, they were the old men. And somebody say, Brother Bob, somebody say, well, they was our age. Bill, my brother-in-law, I, I, and in my flesh, I want to, I want to do a flying suplex on him while I go. He just had a birthday, and he walked right out there where I couldn't hardly reach him. I want to make you when I did that flying suplex, I want to do it just right, you know, where I can knock it. He done got too far. He said, "You done got old." I said, "I now work you." He said, "You right, Oh. Man, you ain't too old to get saved today. You're not too young to get saved today. God wants to save you. That one said, save yourself and us. Watch this. But the other answered. The one that Jesus just told about this paradise, Brother Larry Cook, the other one answered, said, we, we and, and we indeed. It said, but the other answered, verse 40, rebuking him, saying, dost not thou fear God? Well, that's a good question for us. Do you, you not fear God? The rain comes from the Lord. The sunshine comes from the Lord. I hear them say sometimes that if the sun was just a little bit further than what it is, Sister Barbara, we would freeze to death. If it was just a little bit closer, we would burn up. Do you not fear God? who holds the sun in his hand, holds life in his hand. Not done, watch this. And the other answer, does that, does that not fear God? Sin that thou art the same condemnation, you, you got the same sentence as I got, we're thieves. We indeed justly for, we received due reward of our deeds, but this man hath done Nothing amiss. He ain't done nothing wrong. And this one man said what you need to say today. He said to Jesus, Lord, boy, that was a big word. I'm going to say because the Bible says, Brother Larry Fitz, many is going to come to me in that day and say, Lord, Lord, 
Ain't I done all these things in your name? I never knew you. Because your motive was when you walked down an aisle, it was just to go to heaven and not go to hell. You, you wasn't ready to call him Lord that day. You called him Lord that other day, just address him because you're going to know who he is because the Bible said every knee is going to bow. Yes, sir. The richest person that ever was lived on the face of this earth is going to get on his knee. Beg. Plead. Acknowledge. Your Lord, your Lord, every knee, every time going to confess that he's Lord, everybody's going to do it on that day. So he said to him, Lord, remember me. Would you remember me? When thou comest into thy kingdom, when you stand on that day, when the Lord hands you the authority, Jesus he hands it to his son, the Bible says. He's going to give him all authority. Jesus. What you did with Jesus. I told you the other day that when I accepted the Lord, that's kind of where it came to me. It's like, Eddie, what are you going to do with me? It ain't what you're going to do with the church. It ain't what denomination you're going to be. It ain't where you're going to church. It's what are you going to do with me? Let me tell you something. It got real simple on that cross, Jimmy. Two thieves, one man that's got salvation. We're going to see there was two decisions made. There'll be, there'll be different decisions made in here today. Everybody that's here, if you're, if you're lost today, you're going to make a decision. You're going to make a decision because I don't think there ever needs to be a time that we ever come to the Lord's house. There never really needs to be a time that we don't give an invitation whereby someone can be saved from a devil's hell. But more than that, saved from yourself. And he said, Lord, remember me when thou comest into thy kingdom. Jesus, and I went through all the agony. Can you imagine? The Bible said he was beaten beyond recognition. Can you imagine Jason Cox? He's hearing this conversation. He's probably looking over here and he, he, he just got one eye because they done beat him so bad and he's kind of, it's kind of, it's real dim, but he's looking at this guy. He said, if you're who you say you are, he said, save yourself and us. Look at that guy. And he looks over at this other guy. And he said, well, you remember me. I believe the good eye was on his side. He said, well, you remember me. He said, today, beaten, bruised, wow. brother Al. They, the Bible says, unrecognized. Know that if you'd have seen him before the whooping of the cross and you see him on the cross, you would say, who is it? And if somebody said, that's that man Jesus from Nazareth, that's him. That's the man that was he. It can't be. That's him. And he looked over, looked over at the man and said, would you remember me? He said, today, you're going to be me in paradise. Let me tell you something. The Bible said that today is the day of salvation. It'll never be tomorrow. You know what? King Agrippa said to Paul, you almost persuaded me. Today will be the day of salvation. 
because we all need, always need to think spiritually. A day with the Lord is as a thousand years today. God is talking. Today is a day of salvation. You've never met nobody that a day with the Lord is as a thousand years. You've never met that person. It'll be today. In heaven where my mother and my daddy is and a lot of your loved ones is, they're already looking out at heaven and said, is he going to be here today? Your mama's looking down out of glory and said, is he going to be here today? Lord, I pray that he'll be here today. The Bible, if you'll read over in the book of Revelation, I, John, saw a city. Yeah. And God's an all-knowing God. And I'm going to tell you something. You may think you're special. Your mama's gone on to glory. But you listen to me as they start the invitation. You listen to me. Your mama ain't going to spend all glory crying over your lost soul. Your mama it ain't going to mess up heaven. Your mama and your daddy ain't going to walk over glory for a thousand, thousand years, sister Renee. And I just wish my boy was here. I just wish my boy was here. No, they're not going to do it. Because in Revelation, it says these words about that new city and about that new earth. He said, I'm going to wipe every tear from your eye. You're going to make a decision that you love yourself more than you love God. You're going to serve yourself. Man, I got to be me. I'm the coolest man in town. I got to be me. Boy, and it's a struggle. And you're stretched out there just like that thief today. That's where you are. You're stressed out, ain't you? The world's pulling, Satan's pulling. All desires of the world, we've all been there. It's pulling. Holy Spirit's pulling. You just stretch out in the middle. God's going to walk over. He's going to walk over your sweet mama in glory. Brother James, I've thinking about his mama's in glory. And Brother James here today, and he wouldn't only accept Jesus Christ as his personal Savior. I'm going to tell you something. And when that Bible says, finally, he's going to give you over to a reprobate mind, you're going to die being a religious person. Ain't nobody going to tell me I ain't saved. No, nobody can't tell you ain't saved. But there'll come a time you keep resisting God long enough, he'll just turn you over to that lie. And he's going to walk over to your mama in glory. Look here. He said, I need that. And he's going to wipe that tear from your mama's eye. Your mama's going to go right on through all, all, all creation of heaven. She's going to see all of her loved ones. She's going to have a big time. Let me tell you something. Mama ain't going to be crying all in heaven for the rest of her life on you. You making that decision. You hung out. You hung out between two decisions right here today. Would you stand with me? You hung out. You hung right there. You are hung. Lord, I thank you as people coming to the altars to pray for lost people that are in this place. Lord, how I went to church three times, Lord. Three times a week before I ever got saved. I tithed before I ever got saved. Lord, it didn't do me no good. It didn't do a bit of good. But I was faithful to the things of God. I wanted to work in the church. I wanted to do things around the church before I ever got saved. But Lord, when you saved me, Lord, it wasn't something I thought I had to do. It's something that I wanted to do. Lord, we ain't doing what we're doing to get to heaven. We're doing what we're doing because we're on the way to heaven. It sure is a whole lot better. Lord, I thank you today. I thank you, Lord, that how we are either side and we're going to make a decision. We're going to make a decision. We're going to make a decision what we're going to do with Christ. We're going to make a decision. But listen, Jesus has come to you. He's come to you the same way that bore all your pain and all your sins. 
And he says, come unto me, all that you are heavy laden, and I'll give you rest. Right where you are, you ain't got to move. Nobody plays a part, really. I just preach what the gospel said. I just preach what God laid on my heart. But nobody other than God has the power to save. Only he does. And if you'll call out, the Bible said, and you'll confess in your mouth, say, Lord, I'm a sinner. Right there, you're going to get it done right there. I'm just a low-down sinner, Lord. I've never been saved. I've never been saved. After we're saved, we're sinners saved by grace. But look here, right now you're a sinner that's on your way to a devil's hell. The blood hadn't been applied to your life yet. It's been shed, but it hadn't been applied. Lord, I'm lost. I'm lost as I can be. I know I am. If there's any doubt in your mind that you're lost, you're lost. You could have never met Jesus. You never could have been forgiven and not known about it. Never. Right here today, Lord Jesus, I accept what you did on Calvary. I accept why you hang on the cross. And Lord, I don't want to be the other man. I don't want to be the one that's all about me no more. I want to be that other one on the other side. I believe who you say you are and I want to be with you when you come into your kingdom. When you come into your kingdom, I, I want you to remember me. I don't want you to remember me as the other guy. I want you to remember me. And he said, today you'll be with me in paradise. If you died today, would you be with the Lord in paradise? Do you have that guarantee? Do you have that guarantee based on the word of God? If I'd confess with my mouth, believe in my heart that Jesus has been raised from the dead, I'd be saved. Are you willing today to give your life, give your life to Christ? Say, Lord Jesus, I'm lost. As simple as ABC, I'm admitting that I'm lost. I believe that Jesus died for me. I'm ready to confess my sins. I'm ready to turn and repent that I've tried everything else in the world and I've tried to make it better and I've tried to make the pain go away but I can't get no satisfaction. But today, Lord, I tell you, I'm coming to you and I know I gotta have you in my life. If you'll save me, Lord, a lot of folks think, well, he just want me to get saved. No, no, you, it ain't about you. It's about can you get yourself into a place that he will save you. The Bible said he gives grace to the humble but he resists the proud. Lord, save me. In a humble condition, you ask God to save you today. With all heads bowed, nobody looking around. Is there anybody right quick? We'll raise a hand. Anybody in the house today? I'm accepting Jesus as my Lord and Savior. I'm letting this be the day today. Anybody? Before it's too late. Ain't but two words to stand now. You're either one on the right or the left. You're not going to stay in the middle. You're not going to leave right here. So I'm going to think about it. You leave here today, you're going to be lost. You're either lost or saved. Who's going to raise that hand? Who wants to come forward? Anybody? I want to come forward. I want to make sure that I belong to Christ. I want to make sure of that. I want to nail it down today. He got nailed on the cross for me. I want to get this nailed down. Anybody? Then, Lord, we say today, we thank you. Lord, during the singing, during the greeting, before service ever started, Lord, there was a sweet, sweet spirit in this place. Lord, when the singing started, when, when we first started saying something on the stage, even when we were standing on stage, there was a sweet, sweet spirit in this place. Lord, when the singing got going, all the songs were singing, Lord, it was a heavenly, heavenly place to be. Lord, it was sweet. And Lord, when I stood to preach all the way up to now, 
Lord, it's been like I'm just sitting down with my family at the dinner table. It was a sweet spirit in this place. Sweet Holy Spirit. Sweet heavenly dove. Stay right here with us. Fill us with your love. Thank you for everybody's come today. Bless them for being here. Lord, we're praying for a miracle in Vicki Holmes. Lord, do it in her. We know not what's going to happen with her sister. God, if you want to heal, you're a God that can heal. But I tell you, for Vicki Holmes, she's been faithful. God, you dine with that woman. Lord, thank you for being with Sister Tammy and them this week. Lord, as they have gone through a grieving time. Lord, and how God, you dined with her. Lord, you was with her. And this morning, she was already uh, talking about somebody else and another need. Going on with life. Lord, my friend Tim Castle, in Jesus' name, I want you to show yourself in such a way that it will turn his life upside down. Turn it upside down, Lord. Bless him. And we pray all these things. Thank you for everyone that's come today. In Jesus' name, amen. Somebody's visiting. You make sure you tell them you're glad to hear. <laughs> my, my.